We're joined now on Sports Talk by Sir John Kerwin, who last night on the breakdown launched an impassioned plea around the future of rugby, indeed sport, in the COVID-based world we currently live on. He joins us now. Uh, Sir John, welcome to the program. You definitely felt that, didn't you, last night? It came out uh, in in bucketfuls on the airway. Could you just readdress what your main issue is with what's happening with rugby moving into the future? Yeah, look, I, and I think, just to clarify, Darcy, this is actually a call-out to all our sports. So the world as we know it has changed, right? And I was a particularly emotional yesterday. My wife's in Italy, my son's in Italy. It's a particularly emotional time, right? So the whole of New Zealand has made these sacrifices. And what I would love to see is that New Zealand, for all the sacrifices, because we're the safest country in the world, has something to look forward to. Last night I was talking into the, into the context of rugby. Right? And I'm not, asking, I'm not asking for the government to change their laws. I'm not asking for the government to change anything except maybe do this. We have a one-off competition, like Rugby Aotearoha was. We have a one-off competition. We invite England. We invite... Um, Australia, we invite whoever you want to New Zealand. We put them into quarantine at their expense, not taxpayers, where they are for two weeks and they train, right? They get COVID tested every three days. You can get a COVID test back pretty quickly. Then they, we get them in a private jet, not taxpayers' money, and we fly them down to New Zealand, picking up other teams, might be whoever. Let's say Australia, um, England, France, whatever, a one-off tournament. They fly down here. Um, we quarantine in the same hotel together, right? Not paid by the taxpayers, by the governing bodies or whatever. And then we play a one-off tournament where we play these games for New Zealanders and for the world to enjoy sport. Hopefully by then we'll have crowds and how good was Rugby Aotearoha. So, and I say that not only for rugby, I say that for netball if we can do it. So I'm not asking the government to make exceptions. I'm asking them to change a couple of protocols so that we can watch live sports and start cashing in on our country being the safest. And I just think we need to think outside the square. You know, people saying, man, oh, what about Sansa? What about Sansa's dead, Darcy? Sansa, right at this moment, might be alive next year. But today it cannot survive because people cannot travel. So we need to say, okay, we just need to think outside the square and do something different. So in essence, you're saying that NZR need to ditch Sanzar for all intents and purposes this time around and actually lead from the front, generate their own competition under their own rules, under the auspices of the New Zealand government, who you'd like to think would help considering the state we're in in New Zealand. Where, as you said, we're in a, a wonderful state here. Why not, I suppose, use it as a reason to generate income and coverage? Yeah, I don't like you using the word dump, Darcy, because that makes, gives it a real big negative connotation. Did we dump them for rugby Aotearoa? No, we just went on with our stuff because we didn't have a choice. We don't have a choice in this. There is going to be no championship as we know it. There is going to be no Tri-Nations as we know it. You know, There was no Super Rugby as we know it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying let's start thinking outside the circle a wee bit and go, this is what we've got. This is what we need to do. I'm hoping that Grant Robinson will say, okay, we're not breaking the rules we're not we're not you know sacrificing new zealanders coming back to our country for this this is what we're doing and we're taking extra measures to make sure that no one turns up with covid in our country 
Why do you think the reticences from maybe NZR to start running at something like this or the government to even possibly acquiesce at this stage? Because they've been very quiet over the last few weeks. The same line keeps coming out from them. What, what, what do you think that is? Why are they halting? Well, as you heard me last night, I'm, I'm, I'm getting frustrated with the lack of transparency. I mean, rugby is a fantastic game and we all look forward to it, as is netball, as is football. I mean, I love all sports. I'd love to see, you know, the, the, the women's golf get flowing down here and playing every golf uh, course in New Zealand. So I'm not just talking about other sports. Um, the frustration that I've got with, um, with rugby at the moment is there's no transparency about what's going on or where we're at. Um, you know, so we're, we're left in the dark until an announcement next next Thursday, which is frustrating. Well, apparently that, that is happening tomorrow, Thursday night, the Sands are meeting around what happens with the championship. But you, you're suggesting that shouldn't be of great deal of import to NZR, regardless of their engagement or involvement with this body so far. Well, apparently South Africa don't want to travel, but no one wants to tell us. <laughs> apparently South Africa are going to the Northern Hemisphere, but yesterday they're not. Apparently Fiji's playing in the eight, 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 eight nations, um, but now Japan's not. So how can Fiji travel? You know, so there's all this confusion out there. But if we if we make an agreement with our government and say we're doing this for the enjoyment of our country, we're taking extra precautions to make sure that we don't have any COVID into the country with those whatever they want to come up with, and let's try and do it with other sports as well. That's all I'm saying. Let's try and think outside the square. You know, I keep hearing Sanzar, I keep hearing this and that, but... Uh, in the last 10 days, I've heard of all these different tournaments. They have nothing to do. I mean, you, Six Nations is going to invite Fiji and Romania, you know? Like, that's not Six Nations then, is it? What's that called? I don't know. COVID Cup? Can we just give them all yeah. the same name, John? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, this is... Someone said to me... Actually, Fitzy. I rang Fitzy the other day. You know, and he said to me, JK, you know, when we grew up, what did we talk about? You know, what did our grandparents talk about? And it was the war, the depression. You know, when we grow up, we're going to be talking about COVID. So I don't know why we're sticking to all the same rules. We've got to start thinking about, you know, the 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 what's good for New Zealand in the short term. And you've got to keep the relationships going with Sansa. I'm not saying we want to we want to, you know, ruin those relationships. I think that rugby Aotearoa next year needs to have um, you know, four Australian sides. I've got no issues with that. But I also think we need like a, a Champions Cup where we bring in the Japanese, we bring in a, a Pacific Island team, you know, we bring in um, possibly someone from the West Coast of America. So it's going to change anyway. And I just think this is a one-off opportunity to, to start, you know, looking after New Zealand and celebrating all the effort we've made to... To, to keep COVID out. And, and Sir John Kerwin joining the programme, I suppose the time is of the essence now as well. We've waited around so long. Before you know it, it's going to be October. Next thing it's November, then it's Christmas, and then it's all over. So somebody has to take the bull by the horns, uh, take it by the scruff of the neck and go, we're actually going in this direction because it is such unusual times. And that gives us, I suppose, the freedom to try something new. That's what you're pushing as well. Yeah, I remember everyone was up in arms when the, when the Warriors left for Australia. But they did their quarantine, they've been playing in their bubbles, and they're fine. You know, we've been enjoying watching them. So, you know, for me, it's just about making some decisions, um, having some courage, being transparent, you know, being transparent about what we're doing. 
rugby and sport should not be a um, a secret squirrel. You know, it's a sport. It's for fun. Yeah, it's a profession, but you know, you, you, we're acting like the Kremlin. And it is a release valve. Let's face it. You keep mentioning Super Rugby Aotearoa. It's understandable. Everybody turned up en masse, and the relief was palpable from a lot of the citizens. Maybe they didn't like rugby, and you go about other sports as well. And I think when I was listening to you last night, I thought, don't forget the other sport. And, John, I'm glad that you pointed that out straight away. It's sport in general that needs to have something looked at it to aid and abet our recovery, if you will. Yeah, and that's both financially. I mean, you know, we... Uh can we sell the rights overseas? Can we have stadiums? Can you know the guy that's been really struggling because he makes money out of selling hot dogs at at, uh, at stadiums? You know, how do we start generating that sort of stuff? So, yeah, look, I was in a rugby environment last night, but like I said, you know, why can't we have the, you know, the men's golf down, the men's, you know, the men's tennis, the women's golf, whatever you want. I think it's all sports, but I think if we if we thought about that as an opportunity rather than a, oh, you know, oh, you know, it's not fair, let's not do this. I'm, I'm not saying to do anything different. All I'm saying is let's think outside the square to try and make some things happen. And I'll be really interested to hear what the people have to say about that on 0800 80 10 80. We invite your calls now, Sir John Kerwin. A real pleasure. Thanks very much for joining us here on Sports Talk. No worries, mate.